You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Melbourne, Australia, and you're listening to the Global Spotlight Podcast. Today, I've got the first of my brilliant Brits. You've been hearing me talk about awesome Aussies and magic Melburnians. Well, now I'm going to interview brilliant Brits and coming soon, cool Canucks. I'm going right around the world for you to interview the absolute coolest people on the planet. And I think we have probably the coolest Brit in the world, certainly the coolest Brit that I personally know, Kaz Aston. She's tweeting for Monarchy Online. She tweets at kazaston.com. She's tweeting for some of the uh, most amazing rising stars in the world of music. She's such an exciting person. She was a trending topic in Montreal last week. <laughs> it's such an exciting time. Welcome to the call, Kaz. Hello. Look, I'm so excited to be chatting to you again because we worked uh, briefly on the, uh, the Twitter for Performers uh, audio series. And if you haven't heard the wonderful, wonderful uh, intro to that, Kaz uh, did the intro for our Twitter for Performers uh, audio series, and that's available on twitterforperformers.com. There's a quick tease. It's freebie there. Uh, you've been doing some amazing stuff. I, I just want to. I want to start right at the beginning, and I want to hear how you got into this. What's your story? What's what was your passion for all of the monarchy stuff and the music stuff and the social media stuff? Well, what, what what have you been doing, and where did you start? Well, you know, this whole journey has just got faster and faster and faster. And the first starting point really was kind of exploring for me, was thinking, wow, there's all this social media stuff. You know, this is back in kind of 2005. I, I really think I should do something about this to help my work, to help my stuff with charity, mm -hmm. to, you know, and I just started to get in touch with it. And I think, I'm, I, think I connected with you, Keith, actually in 2007 when we first started sort of sharing stuff on Twitter. And since then, it's just gone crazy because I love it because it's so helpful and so important for the stuff that I do, whether it's with the music industry or charity or education, whatever. It's just great. Mm. I have completely forgotten how we met. I, I want to tell this story. This is an amazing story. I remember you contacted me maybe three or four years ago and said, oh, Pete, I've got this gig. I've got this gig with Rotary. <laughs> And they want me to speak on social media and look, that's fine, I can do that. But can we have a chat? Can you just can you just give me a bit of a brain dump, a Vulcan mind meld on everything you know in ten minutes? Well, it was. And remember, it? yeah, hashtags. Talk, talk me through hashtags. We need to talk about Rotary and, and social media for social good. Yeah. Social media for social yeah. good. And we did a whole series of PowerPoints. We threw <laughs> together a presentation. And you went and did, well, didn't you do a presentation for about a thousand people? Yeah, all across the Rotary Clubs in London. 69 clubs and I was there. I was at the conference and, and I'm like thinking, and all I was doing was like focusing and, and reflecting on what we talked about, what was current, what was happening. And everybody yeah. looked as if I was absolutely mad. <laughs> And that's actually a very important point. The things are happening so fast 
that you can really, you can, there's really a sharp dichotomy between two things. One is you can focus on the tools that have been known to work and are really, really useful, which is probably the most sensible approach. And it's actually, you've got to make a conscious decision to do that because it's hard. Or you can get taken off track, what we call shiny object syndrome, SOS. You know, shiny object syndrome. And you can go, hey, what's WhatsApp? Snapchat? You know, what's that about? I better, I better learn that. That's happening. That's new. I've got, to, I've got to learn that. And suddenly you spend hours and hours learning all these new things, which may be a complete waste of time. So what we did on that particular occasion is we brought it back to all of the things that we know have worked well in the last, say, two years. And we, and we, you gave them a really good decoder, didn't you? Well, it was, you know, it, it, it was. It blew them away, really, because there was so much involved and there was, there was podcasts to take away, there was interviews, there things that you'd recorded. But in, all, in actual fact, it was probably about two or three years ahead of where they are now. You know, it was so fast, you know, fast in their minds. Well, I'm trying to learn about social media. Do I really want to? And then we were giving them all the tools to crack, crack, you know, the Twitter code to do all this stuff and excel really, really quickly. And yeah, it was great. You know, those people still ask me for those podcasts. They're still on the Rotary website for London. You know, it's like, wow, hashtags, what are those? And, you know, the thing that I love is that what you're doing there is you, you started the conversation with, do you really want to do this? It's completely uh, uh, up to you. It's not mandatory. It's not, it's not legislated. You don't have to do it. But if you do want to do it, I've got some stuff. And now I'm very, very excited to talk about this. You're now actually tweeting for the monarchy. <laughs> you're actually tweeting uh, about the modern take on the royal family. Tell me more about that and how all of this stuff is fitting together because this is really, you know, this is really cutting edge. Well, you know, this actually does go back quite a long way in my life for when I was doing this kind of medical stuff, you know, and I was working in, in you know, in a GP we have in the UK, doctor surgeries in the community. And I was working for the Queen's GP and, and that was back in sort of 1997. And I came across all this stuff, visiting Windsor Castle, patients, people that work for the Queen and such like. And, and I, I started to learn about a whole new area that I sort of knew a bit about, but I didn't really understand. So I got really excited by it and joined together with sort of fellow people that were like-minded people. We went to visit things and I said, oh, I need to set a group up for Berkshire. You know, I need to do this. And I did. And it's grown. And then I sort of felt it needed more of an online presence. So I added that into the mix, Keith. And that's what Monarchy Online has delivered. You know, it's, it's an online feature which links together with all the other monarchy charities and we're sharing information via social media. So we have certain people that are good at certain things and others and we just share, share and share. Yeah. And look, this is actually very, very important. If you want to know more about that, go to monarchyonline.org. Monarchyonline.org. I want to give you absolute kudos for this because what you're doing is you're saying, okay, we live in the 21st century and this is the new way that people prefer to get information. Okay, the monarchy's been going since 1288 or you would know the exact date. I don't know the exact date. But in, in, in addition to the fact that you've got a rich history, which is centuries old, the modern Brit wants to get information on their mobile. 
wants to, you know, wants to access a tablet, a laptop, a PC. Okay, it's fine that William the Conqueror came, you know, in 1066 in the Battle of Hastings. That's interesting to some people, but it's now 2015. And I've got stuff I want to do and learn, and, and it's important. And what you're doing is you're bridging the gap. You're using modern technology to tell that story of the royals. And how is it going? What are people saying? Well, do you know, it's been really well recepted, uh, received and, it, and very well you know, supported, actually. We've had loads of retweets on our Twitter pages, you know, and we have a lot of people. We're just planning, actually, our events for 2015 because a lot of people have been getting in touch. And we've also, actually, I'm really excited about this one, we've linked together to set up a charitable kind of like Go Girl um, award system um, to recognise inspirational women. And from, I said I want to do it from the age of 10 to capture that. So in it supported, one of our patrons is uh, Princess Katerina. So it's great. It's all really working well. Yeah. Yeah, and we we actually originally started working together on with the idea of social media for social good. And of all the things that I love about Twitter, of all the things that I love, the social good element is the one that consistently excites me. Consistently, yeah. we 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 create miracles with the idea that we can share a story really super fast on all of these social media sites. And you and you're a living example of how this is now starting to come to really come to play. <laughs> It's crazy, isn't it, when you look at how fast and how quickly all of this has moved. You know, when you were quoting, you know, numbers of YouTube followers, numbers of this, numbers of that, to where we are now, it's exciting. Yeah. So exciting. One of the things I'm doing with this particular uh, group of, of uh, podcasts, and I've got a funny feeling that I, it might now become a habit that I do a two-parter series because I did one yesterday with a Magic Melburnian. We've got so much to say. I'm very confident we're not going to get through this all in 15 minutes. But tell us a little bit about the ideal clients that you're working with now and who, who you work with as a coach and who you'd like to attract to you. Well, you know, I've got to be honest. You know, I really do like all sorts of people, all sorts of you know, backgrounds. I like diversity. That excites me, you know, but I must be honest, over the last couple of years, I've really started to love working with musicians, new musicians or top musicians that are launching, you know, or wanting to record with new artists. And it excites me immensely, you know, that you've got young, you know, musicians that are quite scared and they're coming to really take a big step forward and having loads of support by management teams and, and that's, really really what's exciting me and and that's my current apart from all the other stuff people got and that's the stuff you can find out about on kazaston.com yeah yeah i mean it, or following me on twitter at kazaston you know or or my blog or whatever but i share about these these new artists and their new you know their singles that they're recording or releasing and that is really cool because Again, going back to the point about trending globally and working with teams of people, when we launched that, we were trending in, you know, in, in the States quickly because we've got the networks together and we're just helping each other because he's a great musician. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, that, that's, that's the thing I love about social media. It's, it's a buzz builder. I re recently did yeah. a 13-part interview series in the UAE. I'm so proud of that. Oh, okay. And that turned into an e-book about the idea that Twitter, of all of the social media sites, Twitter is the buzz builder. You can start with nothing, and you can be trending in Montreal. This actually happened to us last Sunday. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was checking my feed, 
And at four o'clock on a Sunday, for some reason, I was trending in Montreal. Now, that's because you were tweeting about me <laughs> in the context of a, uh, a Matt Goss launch, oh, which was occurring. Matt Goss, yeah. Hashtag Matt Goss Day. And, and we, <laughs> Matt Goss Day. That right. Was the, yeah, Matt hashtag Goss Matt Goss Day. It's always for me, but yes, it was last Sunday. <laughs> and that's exactly why I'm saying this stuff is exciting. You're taking stuff that's interesting anyway, but you're taking it to a global level. And the reason why this is actually important to say is because in the coaching space, there are still a lot of people uh, who are coaching one-to-one and are stuck in the you know, face-to-face, hour-by-hour model. There's still a lot of people that love doing that, and good on you, because it is pretty exciting. But there's a lot of people that are saying, you know what, I wouldn't mind stepping away from the one-on-one model stepping away from the one-on-one model, so to speak, and moving more towards online products or an online presence so that, first of all, I can actually reach more people Mm. with the same amount of effort. And it looks like here, you're actually doing that. (laughs) Well, that's what you do when you do a campaign. You You have to make sure you have a good... You have a good tweet reach if you're using Twitter, you know, that you're sharing the love internationally and, and you're getting the message out there quickly and people are learning and having a good time with it. You know, it's fun to hear new music yeah. or to hear new things. So, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. So this is part one. This is part one. This is obviously now going to become my uh, s- s- the standard edition. We've got so much to say. We're going to wrap it up there. We've been talking about Monarchy Online, monarchyonline.org. We've been talking a little bit about music, and you can find out more at Kaz Aston, K-A-Z-A-S-T-O-N. Kaz now has one million followers. <laughs> but we're going to come back in part two, and we're going to dig deep into the world of coaching in social media for musicians. All of the exciting new projects that Kaz is involved with and how you can take your message global by using social media and some of these online tools. So stay with us. We'll be back soon. of the Kaz Aston interview. <laughs> Monarchy and music. Royalty and rock stars. <laughs> She's using all of her social media skills as a coach, as a creative person, to really share the love about the royal family, about the rock stars that are coming up on the scene. And I really want to pick up on the, on the musical vibe because this is one thing that Karen, uh, Karen and I share a lot of, the idea of tweeting for musos. Tell me a little bit about how that's working for you and some of the projects you're involved with and some of the things that have been occurring. Well, Keith, hello. It's, it's you know, it's so diverse. It's exciting because it's, I've been approached by some really well-established musicians' management teams to say, well, look, I want to record with a new artist. Can you help me? You know, we're doing this at the moment with um, Dylan Hyde, the Dylan Hyde uh, on Twitter for new for new singles he's releasing because he's actually playing with, you know, Justin Timberlake. And, mm. you know, mm. that's amazing. And I feel really honoured. <laughs> I feel really 
really, really chuffed that I've been asked to support such amazing people, you know, and, and, and help them to look to, to actually get a really secure and, and, and sort of viable online presence. You know, just sharing mm. their music, sharing their information about, I don't know, a bit about their history, their, their different music articles about them. And it's great because people are finding out about new musicians and hearing new music and enjoying it. It's a win-win-win. And, <laughs> it really is because, you know, here's a new artist that um, is, was really, really talented, but virtually unknown. Mm. And we're using the, the social media space. Tell me a little bit about how technology has changed the way this is this is really playing out. What, what as a coach and as a you know business owner, how has the, the world of technology changed the way you coach, the way you consult, and the way you promote? Well, you know, it's just an everyday tool. I mean, I was reading some hot off the press research yesterday about, you know, the the media um, being really, really social media, but now they've lost it a bit because, you know, the press are all about headlines. They want news. They want to go with their films. They want to do certain things. But I think social media is more about the people, and that's where you get the whole fan base presence of supporting musicians, mm. sharing the music. Mm. It's not just like this is a quick headline. This is who, where, when, why, and what for. This is actually more about this person, the music that they're making, and why they're making it. You know, so yeah. it's a lot. I think it's more personal, and that side is different for me because it's not just another musician playing a new tune. It's you're you're part of their yeah. life. You're going on a journey with these musicians when they start. Yeah. And you're mentioning something very very important there. The idea of a headline is something that might be relevant to say Twitter, fast, fun, fun, punchy, then gone in ten seconds. Yeah. But something like a blog maybe on WordPress or Tumblr. Tumblr's very popular with, uh, with musicians. It's somewhere where you can tell a deeper story, but it still is online. It's still findable online. So people are now starting to use all of these different technologies. And the reason I'm playing a little bit of the technology piece out here is that as a coach, it's actually very important to start thinking about the online world. If you don't have a blog, if you don't have a Twitter account, a Pinterest page, a Google Plus account, you know, a Facebook business page, these sorts of things are where people are hanging out and getting information these days, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. And it's, you know, I find it quite shocking if people don't have at least a Facebook, a Twitter, you know, a YouTube. And you look at a lot of the businesses now, they do which is great. It's thank goodness for that. But it's just an easy, quick way of, of com, you know, communicating with them, isn't it? This is our latest yeah, news. Yeah. Bang. It's amazing. I love it. You're talking there about the idea of businesses and all of the things they need to learn in the current paradigm. And a lot of businesses are still reluctant. And I'm, I'm talking about coaches as a business. A lot of coaches are entrepreneurs and they're, they're reluctant to embrace the, the new stuff, but one of the things that a lot of businesses share is uh, the down days, the the fact that sometimes, sometime along the way, you're going to hit the wall, and the, you know the, the the best amongst just keep going, and some of us use that as a as a reason to stop. Mm-hmm. So, have you had a moment in your life where you've hit the wall, and if so, what happened, and how did you get out of it? Well, I think I I, I of course yeah, and I've had those times where I felt really. 
kind of deflated when you think you've kind of like done something that's really cool that a lot of people are liking and then some people well you know and you think well was that right did I do the best that I could you know did it deliver on what I was trying to achieve and sometimes you think actually I'm not sure because you don't know at that point when you want to know the answers so yeah so I find that those times are common in life because you can't deliver all the time and and get trending and do certain things but for me, it's refocusing, and I also try and make sure that I have fun to totally distract my mind. So it's almost like I want to be ah. naughty. I want to have fun. I don't want to do any more of this okay. work. To Girls just want to have mind. fun. Yeah, that could be your thing. Yeah, because can, you, know, you need Lorpa. to. You know, I think you need to have a blowout sometimes. I say that to people that I'm coaching. I say, stop. What are you doing for yourself? Because I don't, yeah. otherwise you're not going to get the balance right. It's all about a balance for me. You know, that balance yeah. is not just your work, it's your family, your social life, your whatever. It's got to be balanced, else otherwise it, it doesn't feel good. Just, well, it yeah. doesn't feel this good. is actually a very, very, very common theme with my high-level coach friends. They say, look, you know, we all have down days. It's about balance. It's about honoring the fact that you need to do something for yourself. Go for a walk on the beach. Take a, a weekend off. You know, plan an annual holiday. Go out for dinner. <laughs> you know, have something to look forward to. And I think that's really cool as well. And that's something that I've done new for this year. I'm trying to be, because I've got such diversity with, the whether it might be radio interviews or whatever I'm doing with motorsport I like something to look forward to and that really helps too you think mm. yeah I'm going to do something to look forward to that's a that's a brilliant strategy something to look forward so to. that's that's mm. that that's great we've really decoded on the idea of hitting the wall I mean you're bloody awesome I'm going to I'm going to give you a few minutes here to tell everyone just how they can contact you <laughs> so take a bit of time to tell us about all your different links and how they can contact you and then we'll wrap it up we'll go into some funky music and then I'll put this on SoundCloud today and tell the world about you Oy, bring it on <laughs> yeah bring it on well as you've heard my name is Kaz Aston and everything that I do really is branded Kaz Aston apart from if I'm working with other kind of charities that we've developed or say Rotary or you know Monarchy Online you know it's all linked together so my website my personal website is kazaston.com and Monarchy Online Royalty if you don't understand what Monarchy is monarchyonline.org is a really brand new website to help people understand what the monarchy is all about today who are they what do they do you know you're not taught about this at school so some people need to understand quickly on social media on their smartphone so that's a really good way and all of this is feeded into by my kazaston.com twitter account you can follow me on instagram i like getting like cool pictures with celebrities and stuff um again mm. kaz aston linkedin kaz aston facebook kaz aston it's all about kaz aston really key Yeah, yeah. and look, that's brilliant. That's actually one of the things I would recommend to all coaches, to all businesses in general, is try and do exactly what Kaz has done. Find a way to get that one singular idea on every platform. (laughs) Kaz Aston on Facebook, Kaz Aston on LinkedIn. It's easy to find. It's absolutely brilliant for SEO, and it just makes the whole experience, you know, really one brand, doesn't it? And much faster. You know, there's not all of this. Yes, sometimes it's attached to other other topics, whether it's monarchy or whether it's motor racing or whether it's, you know, music. It's just it will find you quicker, as you've said. The SEO is easier. People can find you. And that was one thing you always taught me, Keith. It's all very well having a good website, but what if people can't find you? 
I used to call it, in fact, my web designer called my original website a Mona Lisa in a paddock. <laughs> she goes, it's a brilliant website, Keith. It looks great, but no one can find it. Mm. It's absolutely invisible to Google because you've just got no SEO. And don't get stressed if you don't know what this means. It's a techo term, and it's quite difficult to manage. But the point is that you've got to get yourself out there. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Google+, all these great things are excellent. And I'm actually being interviewed in the UAE today about this. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm being interviewed in the UAE about the what I'm now calling the Awesome 8. There are about eight really cool, chunky social media tools that you need to get your head around. And I'll be, I'll be quoting and posting this, uh, this interview later on today. But the point is that the world of online is what makes the, the modern world sing. You know, the, you, if you've got a message, if you've got, if you're a brilliant coach, if you've got a website, if you do your your thing, but no one's coming to it, these tools can help. And this is what you do, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I just use them because most of them are free as well, Keith, which is very good for your budget. <laughs> yeah, very good for your budget. And look, just in case you're you're hearing this, you're wondering what what's going on. Why is Keith doing this? If you haven't heard already, I'm, I'm really excited about a project that Anne Marie Cross, a very good friend of mine here in Melbourne, is doing called. The missing link for coaches. We're creating a bit of a community, a bit of a family for coaches to come together in, a, in one place at missinglinkforcoaches.com and chat about things that are of interest to us because as coaches we often work in isolation and there's bits of the puzzle we don't know. So we haven't really fully formulated this project yet. We're right in the middle of starting this one up. But if you want to know more, go to themissinglinkforcoaches.com We've got a, a really lovely sign-up box there for VIP members. We're, we're, this is absolutely brand new. <laughs> and we're, we're, I think we're launching, launching this one in May of this year, 2015. And we're going to launch periodically as new pits of the puzzle get online. So that's uh, the missing link for coaches.com. And we're coordinating this all together under the hashtag CoachesConnection. So thank you very, very, very much, Kaz, for coming online with me today. We've had so much fun. I never get to chat to you anymore, but every time I do, I always hear all the, about all your great adventures. <laughs> well, life's one big adventure, isn't it, really? So you should make sure you enjoy it. But yes, it's been wonderful, as always, speaking to you, Keith, and I've learned loads tonight, even when we've been chatting. It's great. Thank you. No worries. <laughs>